Hey y'all, welcome back to the Picture It Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and today we have the beautiful Camille Colley with us. I hope I'm saying that right. Colley, right? Colley? Okay. Awesome. Yes. She's going to share with us a story today from her experience. Um, she has gone from uh, being a trainer, a personal trainer, into a full-time business entrepreneur, head boss, bad boss, mom boss, you name it, she's doing it kind of thing. We're going to get to hear about it. And I know I'm totally generalizing here, so <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and give you the mic. Camille, go ahead and give us an introduction and, and do it the proper justice that it deserves since I totally Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jess. This is Camille. And I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate you bringing me on. And actually, my first business was a personal training business. So that's where this all started. And I know we're going to kind of dive into it. But um, I, this is, I'm a six plus year entrepreneur. I owned two six figure businesses before the age of 30. Um, my first business was in the fitness industry. I actually went to school for exercise science, biosciences. I also have an exercise physiology master's and I was supposed to go into my doctorate program. And there was this moment where I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, this is not where I want to be. I was in my first week of my doctorate program and I'm like, this, this isn't it. This isn't life. Like this is not, I was not happy. And, and I just knew, I knew something was missing. I, you know, I had no idea. I had no idea at that time what that transition is and what that meant and everything that I was going to learn as my years of entrepreneurship went on. But, um, yeah, that, that's kind of how it all started. I literally, I knew that that wasn't what I was going to do. And in my couple of years in my master's program, I was paying for school by being working at a corporate gym and kind of just personal training because I loved it and I love exercise and all that stuff. So I decided I took $192 in a credit card and I said, you know what? I knew of this gym that allowed you to rent out the space. And um, yeah, I I took that money and that credit card. I put the first month's rent on that credit card and I went for it. And you know, and it sounds super crazy. Um, everyone thought I was crazy. My family was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. But um, yeah, I opened up my first business and within six months I was booked out to the point where I was hiring trainers underneath me. Um, I was, you know, it was a scaling really, really fast. And you know, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience to see a business move that fast with how I started and what I started with and the little bit of means that I had to start this business with. But at the same time, there was a lot of hiccups along the way. And that's entrepreneurship. That's life, you know. Um, and I just, you know, I went through a, a whole thing. And I don't know if you want me to get to that part yet or you have anything else you want to add. But that's how it all started. That's how my entrepreneurship journey started. Um, obviously, there's so much more behind it. And I'll explain a little bit more. But um, it was it was great at the beginning, you know, at least loved doing it and go through with another four or five years of school, which is what I thought I was supposed to do. You know, that was the right thing I was following. You know, my mom always told me schooling was so important. She came from a different country. I'm a first generation Belizean. And so for her to come here and have a Ph.D. after, you know, so many years of fighting for everything she had to with language barriers and you know not knowing anyone here and coming here at 16 years old it was really something that i was like i have to do this but there was a point <laughs> that i right. hit that i was like this isn't my life this is hers so right. that's where it, it got to i love it okay well yeah i definitely want to hear about all of that but tell us so tell us like your business now and like whatever you want to share about you personally now is like your introduction part yeah, absolutely. So um, right now I am what you call a 
business coach, mentor, and speaker. I am mainly a motivational speaker. Um, I've mainly transitioned into that area now and a podcaster as well. Um, and I am really what I call a female empowerment and connection coach or a network maven. I love bringing people together and I'll explain how I got to this point and why building a community, building a squad, finding that tribe is so important in business and why you will never get to the next level until you find those right people around you, whether it's the people that's supporting you to the people that are helping you up level and move to the next stages in your business. So I work with women, mainly in groups and masterminds. I do take on a few one-on-one clients here and there. Now I used to be full one-on-one. I've transitioned a little bit due to the fact that I'm speaking a lot more stages are a little different, but hopefully we'll be back on stage very soon. Um, my last, stage presence was January of 2020. So I'm really sad, but gotcha. hope that will be changed. A lot of virtual summits have happened during that meantime. So that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> right. Awesome. Okay. We'll jump on into your story. I am excited to hear about it. Like start from the beginning, way back when, not really way back when. We're doing this <laughs> Zoom, as, as my listeners know, we do this via Zoom. So I get to see her and she doesn't look a day over like 22. So her way back when is not as way back when for most of us. <laughs> well, I am not, I'm in my thirties. So I appreciate you saying that, but if they'll still check my ID, I'll take it any day. Uh, <laughs> anywhere I go in the grocery store, I'm like pulling it out. The lady's like, right. I hear good. I'm like, eh. Right. <laughs> uh, but like I said, you know, I thought every time I go, we moved from Arizona to Utah five years ago. And out here, they are so strict about like alcohol and tobacco laws and stuff that they card you for everything. And like the first three or four times I was like, really? Sure. Here's my ID. Like I'm like double the age to be old enough to buy whatever it is that I'm buying right now that you're carding me for. And by like the third or fourth time that I had said that they were like, well, it's kind of a law out here. We have to do it. Like not being mean to you, but it's a law. And I was like, oh, pop my bubble. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel you. I'm just like, yeah, sure. I'm like pulling it out before they even ask sometimes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, we'll put that away. But anyways, as I stated, uh, my first business was straight out of college. Um, and that business was doing really well in the first two, three years. I, like I said, I built it up to a six figure business. I had, you know, I was actually speaking on at like expos for fitness. I was speaking on stages for fitness um, and a lot of health and wellness workshops, things like that retreats um, where I would teach people how to build their clientele, how to build a fitness business. And from the outside, everything looked amazing. It, you know, it was this, this thing where, you know, on the outside, you know, I was doing really I had tons of clients. I was growing consistently. You know, I was getting the freedoms you would think of, you know, traveling and doing all this stuff, which I wasn't doing. That's the right. thing. It looked from the outside that I could afford all of that. And all this was so amazing. But I was working 14 to 16 hour days. Yeah. I really had no, <laughs> no time. And this is what people do. do that, right? A lot of people go into business thinking, oh, I'm going to start my own business to have this freedom without realizing how much work goes into it to get to that page where you can enjoy the freedoms kind of thing. It's actually more work yeah. than working in nine to five sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It is something where, you know, you, they say if you love what you're doing, you're not working a day in your life, yeah, right? Yeah, and sure. I did love what I was doing, but the thing is I wasn't going about it the right way. Like I was in this hustle mode. I was in this constant growth mode but I was kind of forgetting a little bit about myself like many times of the day I wouldn't 
<laughs> it sounds gross, but I wouldn't pee for like 10 hours of the day because I would be client, 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 helping a trainer, client, client, work, this, that. Like I wouldn't, I would eat maybe once a day. I fitness world I have to take care of myself first I'm the priority it's my business like so I started doing that a lot and it was about two three years of just hustle grind and I was dying inside I was literally like I wasn't a good wife I you know I just felt tired all the time I worked weekends as well so I couldn't really do much and I would work like I, I mean it's personal training so you're sometimes training people at 4 30 in the morning right, right. so you can't go out for a dinner at night and, and be able to get up at four 30 in the morning after having a couple glasses of wine. Like I couldn't enjoy life at all. And it, it was getting to the point where I was seeing it in myself. Like I was like not wanting to get up in the morning for my own business. I felt like I was going to a nine to five. Like I didn't want to get up. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to go be with my clients that I loved so much and I love seeing their transformations. And so this was a hard hit. Like I, I started to, by year four, or like maybe, yeah, that was when I started to just, it, it it hit me to the point where I was like going to the hospital for anxiety. I was going through all yeah, these different things. you're holding things. your pee like, for 10 hours. I'm sure that affected your physical well-being. <laughs> yeah, like it was bad, you know, and I just thought this is what you're supposed to do. This is how you build. And of course I was, it was growing. I was growing right. so much and it was like, so I guess this is how it is, right? But what I realized, and in 2019, I sold that business and I had to. If I hadn't walked away, I don't know where I'd be right now. I'd probably be in a mental hospital. I do not know. Um, I, I I really burned myself out really bad at about four and a half years of business. And that's pretty fast to burn yourself out, yeah. to have this like amazing six-figure business and, and be you know 27 years old. And I killed myself. Like I just killed myself. So. In 2019, I sold that business and I walked away and I was like, I have no friends. Like I had no companions. I didn't really, I was always in this competitive go, go, go mode that I really walked away from that business with no one to really talk to about it other than my husband. But he, you know, he doesn't, he's not an entrepreneur. So sometimes it's hard to talk to him and him understand everything I'm going through. He supports me, but it's like, he doesn't get it. Right. Like he, yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't Wrapped understand some of their stuff. They're like, you had a hard yeah. time doing business for yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, he doesn't understand like the difference between what he does and what I do, even though he supports me. So in that matter, I just, I walked away. I really had no friends. I, yeah, I had this, you know, nice little, whatever I sold this business, but I was like, where, what is my purpose? Like after having a successful six figure business in my late twenties, like, what do I have? Like, I don't have any feeling of purpose. I don't feel like I impacted anyone. I don't feel like I, like I felt lost at this point. So I actually, in the same month, everyone thinks this is crazy. <laughs> I sold my business in September, got married two weeks later, went to a women's event a week after that <laughs> my honeymoon was a month later so I had time in between so all in September of 2019 I pretty much did it all like I just I sold it <laughs> I got married and I moved on and you know I oh, did man. this because I walked away with no one around to like support me and I was like okay well everyone I, I had listened to a podcast by a popular coach throughout my time you know on the Stairmaster all the time or whatever I was doing you know I listened to this podcast and I had always said okay she's having an event I really want to go and that was the moment. Like I went to this event and I just said, holy crap, like this is entrepreneurship. Like people supporting people that didn't even know each other, women on stage that were just 
so inspiring and so supportive and just this like spiritual personal like life development stuff that i just went through in those three days and i like my biz partner today is someone that i met at that event and like she lives in australia and that's how close we got throughout those three days of knowing each other so it's like it was just such a crazy roller coaster in that three days that i was just like i know what i'm gonna do in this industry <laughs> this is kind of this is kind of a reoccurring thing if you haven't seen yet <laughs> but i know i was meant to be there <laughs> so right. that was kind of like this huge switch so obviously you know, I had to go through a lot of personal development work. I had to go through a lot of changes and shifts to understand that business is not really about this go, go, go mentality. It's not about the money. It's not about how you look on the outside. It's about how you feel on the inside and that you have a purpose and you have this passion and that you're surrounded by people that understand what you're going through. And so going through all of that is the reason that I started what I do now, which is like everyone calls me like the connector or the Camille Rolodex because I could literally connect you with just and you, you need someone I could connect you with them. And that's because I was so I had no one walking away from my other business. I had no one. I was just like this. This is amazing. So yeah, that's kind of my journey into it. But there was definitely a lot of burnout, a lot of personal development, a lot that just had to be done. And I think goodness, I guess, for the burnout, because, you know, now I'm such a happier entrepreneur. And I'm right. so like, I love my business. I love what I do. I love everyone every single day that I'm like, I want to wake up every single day for my business, which is not the feeling I was having. So it can happen awesome. to your business. And that's, yeah, that's, that's a little bit of my journey. <laughs> I love it. I love it because you, even though you had the burnout, there were still valuable lessons and tools that you took from all of that experience to take moving forward so that your next yeah. business, you would still rock it out of the park, but you wouldn't be holding your pee for 10 hours. Yeah. I, I'm stuck on that part because I yeah. drink, I'm I to drink like a half a gallon of water every day. So I'm peeing like every 15 minutes. Like we get in the car, we'll stop at the gas station going on a road trip on one of our Sunday drives. We'll stop at the gas station and like, I don't know, 10 minutes down the road, I'll look at my husband and be like, I need the bathroom, I'm sorry. And so I've got really good at like peeing in the woods kind of thing, but <laughs> I couldn't imagine. How yeah, I know like, there are like 15 of these a day. I just like a 15 huge water bottles a day. And that's a thing. That's how much I was like engulfed by this idea no. that like the hustle, if I yeah. stopped, if I didn't keep going, my business was somehow going to collapse on me. I was going to lose right. a client or, or right. whatever. I would be so afraid to even tell a client like, oh my gosh, okay, give me like one minute. I have to just go pee. No, I had to start their session right on time. I had to have their stuff ready. Like I had this, like this, and not that I don't believe in like being prepared and being really good with your clients. Like you should be a hundred percent with your clients, but right. there's also a certain point. I can't be a hundred percent when I have to pee all day. <laughs> right, right, right. There's, there's like a fine line between being professional in your service and taking care of your people, but still having them acknowledge that you're a person too and have to do exactly. stuff too. So yeah. exactly. I couldn't be a person. That's the thing. Yeah. I was not a person in that industry. I was this, like, I wanted everyone to look me a certain way. I think a little of, I had left this like stable situation that I could have been a doctor. Um, and I, and you know, like I left that, I left that deciding to, you know, pursue this and I couldn't fail. Like failing was like a, not enough. I have failed so many times in my coaching business. I have launched crap where things have not been picked up. No one buys. Like I've failed so many times. And this is how I know this is where I'm meant to be is that I doesn't bother me. It's like, right. it's okay. You right. know, let's keep going. Next one's going to be better. Let's yes. keep moving forward. Yes. I love it. I love it. And I think you've hit on a couple of things that, 
any of our listeners today that are entrepreneurs or considering being entrepreneurs could probably very much relate to starting off with $192 and just throwing it in, jumping in with both feet, and then, you know, the grind and not making sure that you're acknowledging that you're still a person and it doesn't, like, it's good, it's okay to stop for 10 minutes and take a break and, like, you can still push and still take time for yourself and, yeah, fabulous so far. Okay, keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and I agree. And what you were just saying is that I just, I, you know, now I talk um, uh, so much about how you know, to act like a CEO in your business. And this, and what I mean by that is not like a CEO of its normal nature. Like, I mean that, like, you are not letting your business run you. Like, you should be running your business. If you're not enjoying it, if you're not having the freedoms that you want, if you haven't gotten to that point and you're still in this hustle and grind, especially after four years, I was still doing the same thing and just killing myself constantly. You might need to sit back and reevaluate right. what you're doing every day. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't work hard. Of course, entrepreneurship is hard. I still have to work hard in my business. But right. I, two weekends, like two weeks ago, me and my husband just, flew off to San Francisco. We just like, we were like, we're going somewhere. We need to get away. Like we need a moment. And I was able to take four days by myself because I've gotten to the point where my business can still run even when I'm not all the way a hundred percent in. And that to right. me is me running my business. My business is not running me. Yes. So, you know, and I get that it's a little when you have one-on-one -on -one clients, but you should get to that point. And especially after a couple of years, if you're not, then there's something that you need to shift in the business. So I like that you said that because it's so important. But yeah, I mean, obviously I've done <laughs> a ton of work on myself. And for I, I just want to say this too, uh, I, I, for any service providers or people that are going into these industries, especially if it's an online industry, that that sometimes you can't just expect to start like again throwing stuff out there, trying to coach right away, trying to sell products right away. I spent the first six months of my coaching and I know not everyone has this luxury, but maybe you can find something small to sell on the side where I just spent like learning and working on myself before I jumped into trying to sell things and offer things because I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to give people that experience just yet because I was still working through my own healing process things that I needed to do. So, you know, I spent the first six months not making a dollar. Um, and it was tough. Believe me. I mean, I went from a really good business to not making a dollar. And luckily, I did have a little bit of a sell and savings. So I know I understand that not everyone can do that. But you know, it, it was something that I needed. Because once I came out of working through myself and my mindset, and again, realizing how much it's 80% mindset, 20% strategy, because if your mindset's not right, things are not going to progress the way that you want. And I know people think, no, that's true. If I just hustle, if I just work really hard, no, my mindset was a mess, you guys. It was a mess. <laughs> and look what happened. I literally built up to a six-figure business in my 20s, and I couldn't do it anymore because my mindset was <laughs> it's kind of like the whole like the nutrition thing because I'm I'm very into like homeopathic nutrition and I loved working out and everything and I thought about being a trainer at one point but I was like well it's way too much stuff I'd have to do I don't have time to do that with a family and everything so but um, in the you know workout nutrition industry or whatever they always say it's 80% nutrition and 20% workouts right you can't out eat bad habits so in business that same concept applies you cannot out hustle a bad mental state of where you're going with things exactly. like you have to be exactly. focused and have your your passion pinpointed kind of thing 
Exactly. A hundred percent. And I think that was so important for me because I really, exactly. I needed to figure out what my purpose was. Like, what was it? Why was I doing this? Where, where was I going with this? And what was next? Because it was, you know, it was one of those things that I didn't want it to end like it did with the first business. I didn't want that to happen. I loved my clients. That's the thing. I loved what I did, but I lost sight of that. I lost sight of my why. I lost sight of my passion in that business and being bigger, better money, this, all that stuff, that very masculine way of thinking was something that really ruined me. And so Mm -hmm. I went into this trying to learn a lot more about my feminine. I've always been a very logical person, obviously, with all the schooling and, you know, all that stuff. That's just how my brain works. So I'm very masculine. You know, that's how I've always thought, you know, checklists and, and, you know, pros and cons and these things that that's how I evaluated things using intuition, not using my heart instead of my head, not listening to what my gut and my body was telling me. And so tapping into my feminine was a huge thing. And obviously just being surrounded by female entrepreneurs. And that's how I kind of just took my steps of like growing my community initially and obviously leading to me just building up and starting to speak on stages and starting to get to this next level. But of course, it's a daily, it's a daily thing that I have to fight with. You know, there's, we're all dealing with limited beliefs. We're all dealing with these different things. But when you find those ways to kind of be aware of it and figure out what it is, it's easier to overcome or move forward, you know? So um, I've gotten to that point, obviously, and I have built this amazing community. I work with over 300 women in 13 plus countries. Um, It's, it's absolutely amazing. I, I, you know, sometimes I'm like <laughs> baffled on what I'm doing. And even like I said, when things aren't going exactly the way they should, it's like, it really isn't hard for me now to be like, it's okay. You know, like, it's okay. It, it, it's not the time for this right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so obviously with that, I started speaking to women. I talk a lot about proximity is power. So that's all about surround yourself with how to build community how to build that squad around you of just powerful women that are just gonna either women that are where you're at or have been where you're at because that's really gonna help you move forward when you're around people that are gonna say hey i get it i've launched six times and they failed and it's okay this is what maybe you need to look at or this is what you need to do so we talked about clubhouse obviously that is a great place oh my god I sh- i'm obsessed um <laughs> of what you can do on that application and the people you can meet and what you know there's so many opportunities there but um and then last year obviously with covid i was unable to speak on stages and i had six seven speaking events that all got canceled all across the United States and one in Canada. So I decided to start my own summits. I was like, again, I'm kind of an on the whim kind of girl. If you can't tell, (laughs) um, March happened. And I said, Oh my gosh, like what? Like I was about to go to a, I don't know if you know who Lori Harder is. I was about to go to her. I was an influencer for her and I was about to go to her that the March obviously got canceled. And I was like, no, like, I can't lose this. This has been a game changer for me. So I reached out to my large community that I already had. Some of the ladies that I knew would be great speakers, some of them being speakers already. And some of them I knew just had great insight on different areas, especially personal development and business development. Um, and I came out with a summit in June. So <laughs> what, three months later, it was phenomenal. It was one of the best things that I did. Obviously I decided to do it again in November because 
it was one of the most amazing things. I didn't think I could connect online until Clubhouse came around. It really showed me again that this is very possible, even if you can't see someone in person, if it's an irrelevant situation. So I created my summits and that's kind of my main thing now is those summits. I love them. I absolutely love them. That's awesome. Well, tell us more about these summits. Like what does this all entail? I mean, I know that we're going to get to that point, but like, um, so you're doing these, do you do them virtually like via zoom since you can't meet in person now kind of thing? Like how do you do Yeah. Yeah. So it's three days. Um, it, there are generation VIPs. I make it a real life summit. You're getting all of the things that you pretty much would get, except for you won't be able to hug the person next to you, but you can give them a virtual high five. Um, but you pretty much have your first day of personal development. I don't even bring any business into the first day. And I think that this is so important, obviously through my own journey, obviously learning all of this stuff that I see. And so many women showed up to the first event because they wanted to learn the business development side, which is the second day. You get a full day that second day. But I think once you go through beating those limiting beliefs, working through some personal stuff, doing some Reiki sessions. I I have it all happen. We do Reiki sessions. We do breath work. We have women that are life coaches, spiritual coaches, intuitive coaches, you know, all those different people that you go through all of this stuff that by the second day, they're like, they're so open in a different way. They're looking at their business in such a different perspective that everything they're going to learn in the business side now is just like it, it comes differently, you know, oh, let's price yourself. Well, I just oh, yeah, went through yeah. dropping these limiting beliefs and this worst and this, this right. these things I've been holding myself back from. They just dropped that the day before. So we right. do a full day of that. The second day is business development. So obviously, you know, you get all your strategies, you're legal. We have, I have a business lawyer. I have all those different people. And then um, in the evening for our VIPs, we do have a VIP dinner. So we get together. I send all of our VIPs. They all get like a $15 gift card to go buy dinner so we can all meet up and kind of hang out and we get in pajamas and we chill and it's that people cry, people laugh, people it's it's the most amazing experience. And then the final day is just for yeah, just for my VIPs on the final day. It's a half day of workshops. You actually get some individual time with some of the speakers. So you'll get some individual time with the bit, some of the business development speakers and some of the personal development speakers. And then there's a swag bag for my VIPs where they get this virtual swag bag where they get like freebies and offers and everything from all of our attendees, as well as they get a copy of everything that was included. So um, yeah, awesome. it's a full, and we do a workout one of the mornings as well. I have nice. one of my health coaches do a workout <laughs> on the Friday morning. So You're like, I'm not going to let that part get away. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it's great because everyone joins in the morning. They get a sweat right. on. We give them a little bit of time to go shower. And then we jump into the day. And we even send them, like, um, for the entire weekend, we send them, like, smoothie recipes and cocktail recipes for the VIPs, like, healthy versions of all of that, what they should eat throughout the day to keep themselves energized for the event. So all of that comes with it. I am telling you, I make it, like, as much of a full real-life experience as you possibly can but yes it is virtual and I hope to make you know in person at some point but right now that's the case right no I love it I love it and I I bet that many of the people that go to the first day like I always think like okay I've had lots of experiences I'm 45 I've been doing my business for 24 years now but I never once have ever gone into any situation thinking, oh, there's not something I can learn here. I'm always doing continuing education, whether that's for myself, my mindset, how I'm doing my skills, whatever it might be. I'm always trying to do continuing education type stuff. So I love that you 
have that the first day because I'm sure people come in maybe not expecting that, maybe thinking that they know everything and they just want to get to day two for this one question, but then have everything else opened up on day one to where day two, maybe it's not the same question anymore and they're going to get more out of it kind of thing. I love it. I love how you incorporated it. It's like the business, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, all in one big circle. I love it. Yeah. And I, 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 I do want to say real fast that I do obviously send out a questionnaire to everyone that buys a ticket to see what they're most excited about. And that is exactly what happens. It's, oh, I want to learn what documents I need, what legal documents I need for my business. Or I want to learn more about the back end strategies and how to manage business and all these different things that you think. And then they come out of day one and they're like, can we day two people but it's truly it's so funny to see how most questionnaires for the business side and it's that's not how and then then when they came back the second time around everyone was like can we have more reiki sessions can we have more breathwork sessions can we have more of these and i'm like awesome. no guys we gotta do yeah. all the things this is for business as well right right but it's amazing how when you have when you do those things and you have your personal stuff lined up right? Like sometimes there's things that we don't even know that we're still dealing with, whether that's from a traumatic childhood or a bad experience with a previous business or a partner, whatever it might be. Sometimes there's stuff that's blocking us from being in the right mindset to do things. And so, yeah, I could totally see there's, there's like no bad way to go about that because you're helping clear some of that. So then your mindset and your focus for your business stuff gets better. So absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. It's amazing. Love it. Yeah, it's so fun. And we even do an icebreaker thing where you get to like, it matches you up one-on-one -on -one with people that are speakers or attendees as well. We do it after lunch each day. And like, you get to talk to someone for five minutes and there's even like little cue cards to give you questions or you can just go about it. And then at the end, it tells you everyone that you matched up with. So you actually really get to connect with people too and, and get to know them one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's a speaker or a, a, another attendee. So it's really fun. Um, and I do that on day one and day two so that everyone can get to know each other and really actually walk away with people that they can you know, connect with. And I think out of all of my speakers, nine of them last time got hired just from the first event by oh, an wow. attendee. Yeah. Awesome. So, awesome. and, and, and we had like, I wouldn't say huge, I think it was around 50 people at our first event. Was small. I literally did it, like I said, within like eight weeks. I was like, let's do this. Let's go. And, you know, and now something on like that and only getting five. The fact that you had that many is like amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. And <laughs> I almost, uh, I think we only had nine people that didn't end up upgrading to VIP because after the first day they were like, no, I need it all. Like I need everything. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And I, That's obviously amazing. you can tell I, this is what I love. Like I love right. summits and I love this, like this group situation. It's just right. so powerful what we can do together. Right. Well, and that ties us into the next topic that I wanted to bring up to you, which was um, you spoke about how important it is to find your tribe and to make those connections and have that that community, that support system there to go through. Yeah. And, and how would you I, I incorporate all of that into there? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, it's it's so helpful it is really really helpful to be able to have people to lean on like i said i have an amazing supportive husband but at the same time he's not an entrepreneur so when i'm going through certain things and i tell him oh my god my launch you know a year and a half or two years ago when my first launch didn't 
over two years ago now, didn't go well. I he was like, "We'll just do it again." I was like, "Do you know how much right. went?" Like he doesn't get that. So you know, to be able to go to my they business, mean well, yeah. they just don't know. And of course, he's like, "We'll do it again. I'll help you. I'll help you with the landing page or whatever." And I'm like. I love you, but that's just not how it works. Like I spent weeks and weeks preparing, then starting to promote, then starting, you know, early enrollment, like all these different processes. And I'm like, this is another, you know, three months before I can launch again. So, you know, it's nice to be able to say to someone else and say, oh my gosh, you know, like to my biz bestie and tell her like, oh my God, my launch, it just, I don't know. I don't know. And her sitting down with me and like, She's an intuitive coach. She's like totally opposite of me. Like I said, she's spiritual, intuitive, Reiki master, like completely different. So she really gets me to think about things in a different light. And that is the that is the amazing part because when you have other people, sometimes hearing it, we know how it is. Sometimes hearing it from other people, you're like, oh crap, yeah, I what was I thinking? That kind of right. thing. And oh, that is like for me to even hear that I was a connector. Like I, I like for people to keep telling me that I was just like, okay, I guess maybe this is what my superpower is. Maybe this is what's unique about me. Maybe it's not that I'm really good at the business coaching side because that's what I've talked about for so long in the niche and the ideal client, which is great to teach right. about, but maybe that's not what it is because everyone else keeps seeing me and telling me. So when you're around these people, they start seeing what your superpower is, what your uniqueness is, what you, makes you different from them even maybe as a coach or a speaker or right. a mentor or whatever it is. So right. it, it really brings it outside perspective. And also having these people around you, I really have any resource that I really want, especially as a business owner, you, you're you everything, right? You know this, you're the CPA, yeah. you're the VA, you're the, no matter how many people you hire, you know, you you're have to get to a certain point where <laughs> you're doing it all. You're, you're, the, you're the everything. So it's nice to have people that I can be like, oh my gosh, I need a legal document. I know my business lawyer. Oh gosh, I need you know, some help with this to add, like I said, with the speakers that I needed for my event. I reached out to exactly 13 girls for that first event and not a single one of them said no to me because I have built such a rapport with these right. women. And I built most of these rapports and these like trust factors and these relationships online. So I right. want you to know that it, it doesn't have to be a focus that went into all of that versus the business yeah. grind part. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, you know, I always considered myself, you know, I was one of those people growing up that I considered myself like a guy's girl. Um, I never really had a lot of girlfriends, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And I was always, I was a tomboy too. Like I played sports my entire life. I, you know, that was me. So I never really got close other than some of my soccer friends because I went to college for soccer and obviously you're with them 24 seven, but I just never really got close to people. And because I learned how to open up and, you know, be more vulnerable and this feminine side of me and lead with my heart, not my head and all these things that I went through, I was able to be build these connections. And for me, right. that's absolutely amazing. I hear all the time women say, well, I don't I'm a guy's girl, like, I don't I don't really get along with women. And I'm like, that's because you don't want to let go of your boundaries and your blocks and all of these things that are holding you back. And I get it. We all are like that. You know, we all have our own traumas and things we've gone through. But when you're able to open up and do that, it is so Although when you tell your story, I remember the first time I ever told my story, my like actual trauma stories, not just the story I told today, which is a little more fun. Um, you know, I remember so many women telling me, oh my gosh, that changed me. I have to tell mine now. Or wow, right. like right. I didn't know you went through that. That is crazy. And I always thought I was going to look like a victim. 
Right. Or I didn't want them yes. feeling bad for me. But yeah, it's didn't so want them much more powerful than that. Wanted people to right. talk to you and do business with you and hang out with you for you, not because they felt right. bad for whatever you're experiencing. Bad for you. Or, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and to hear them say, like, you changed my life by telling me this. Or you made me want to open up by telling me this. Or you, like, you made me walk away from something, maybe. I don't know. You know, I don't want to say walk away from a bad relationship. But, you know, right. maybe I did. And those yeah. are the reasons that having those people around you and surrounding yourself with those people and when I say a squad or a community I don't just mean like like-minded friends and biz friends stuff like that I also mean maybe the coaches you hire you know your coach right. is the person that's going to take you to the next level that powerful person if you you need to obviously look into it and be very particular about who you hire but right. that is someone that is a part of your Maybe the VA that you hired to help you with the back end work. That is part of your community because that person is going to take something away from you so you can focus your energy on the things that are important in your business. You know, all these people are very important. So it's also important to have the right people around you. So I always say that it's very not true. just, you know, it's the people following you on Instagram. Who do you want following you? Who do you, you want people that are paying attention, that are validating what you're saying, that see your worth, not just random followers that are looking at your pictures and going, oh, that's cute, I guess, you know? <laughs> like, who oh, wants right. that? Right. <laughs> like, right. Who wants that? Like, I don't care to, to have a million followers. Right. It comes back <laughs> to aligning with people that understand your passion and support you in wanting to change the world somehow. So, like you said, yeah. if what you share, impacts like just one person then you've already made the difference because we don't see what the triple the trickle down effect is going to be from that impact to that one person i'm the same way i i'm a guy's girl i would rather take a shot drinking challenge than like hang out over at the back end of the tailgate and fluff my hair <laughs> and um it took a lot for me to get to a point where i would let people in and help support me and ask for help. And I mean, even now, 24, 24 years later, it's very rare that I will be like, okay, I'm gonna find somebody to do this, this, or this. Like, you know, I think two years ago was probably the first time that I had somebody come and do my family pictures. Every year from my birthday, my birthday is in October, it's October 10th, and then our anniversary is October 13th. And we did that on purpose, so that whole week I get to be spoiled and my husband doesn't forget one or the other, right? It's super easy, it's all the same week. And so I always request, okay, we're gonna do family pictures. Usually I take my family either out in the backyard or we go out in the woods somewhere and I set up my tripod and I set up my camera and I set the timer and I run and jump in. We have to do that like five or six times to get the shot that I want. And I finally caved and was like, okay, I'll have somebody else come and do pictures and I'll try not to be judgmental and I'll try to be open and receive and blah, 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 blah. And, and it was fine, but I haven't done it again since then because it's just so hard to do. And then I got on Clubhouse and I started sharing my story on Clubhouse about my childhood, my, the things that I've gone through in my childhood, things I've gone through in my adulthood, my, um, my health journey, my thyroid cancer journey, things of that nature. And I've made so many connections with so many amazing people, but none of it has to do with anything with my photography business. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know what, that's something you're passionate about. Right. So, right. But, right. but the connections that I made because I opened up and shared that part, 
were amazing connections. So was the point, I guess. Yeah. And, and I think that that, especially as a service provider that I am, obviously, like it, it takes me a lot. And I still don't even, I think that I always tell bits and pieces of my story in different areas. And it still takes right. me a lot to put that full story together and tell people about it. But even, like I said, those moments that I do open up and I do share, I receive such amazing feedback from people that I'm like, it makes me tell more and more and more. Right. And that is what's right. so important is that if you can't tell your story, unfortunately, you're still holding and reserving a lot of that trauma or those issues, and you're not healing from it. And it really does help. It really does help. And like I said, you can do it at your own pace. Give yourself grace. You don't have to go out and be like, all right, everyone, here's my story. You know, but um, it is, it is, it is something that I have realized. And again, if this comes from someone for almost 30 years of her life, didn't even tell her husband most of the stuff that has happened to me in the past. And it took me up until a couple of years ago for me to actually tell him some of the things. And he had no idea. He had no idea because I've right. held them back and I've been with him for 10 years. So, right. you know, this is not a new relationship. This is a 10 year <laughs> relationship. So, you know, um, if it took me that long to tell him, I was still not healing from a lot right. of that. And I have to say being around women that understand, and I'm not saying you have to be around a bunch of people that have tons of trauma, but it can right. just be around women that just, we, we all deal with things, right? Yeah, they're, they're empathetic yeah. and they're going to listen. They're going to really hear you, not just, oh, that's... Yeah, like you said, the story. men are going to say, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you, right. but women feel it. They get there with you. And I never realized that either, believe me. And I get that this can be a journey for everyone that's listening. This is not something, again, give yourself grace. You're, if you you have maybe make one connection, you know, at first, just make one connection, talk to one person. Like I said, for me, it was my biz partner. I met her back, you know, a couple of years ago at that event. And she's been the rock that has kind of led me to open up more and meet more people. At the beginning, I was just her that I talked to. Right. And that was my starting point. And then it, I realized, okay, I really enjoy this. And, and I enjoy being around people that are like, Again, I never considered, I always used to call it woo-woo, like who meditates, who, who like gets, you know, gets over there and does Reiki and listens to and breathe all like on the ground and stuff like I thought this stuff was stupid. I'm not going to lie. Like I always talk about that because people see me and talk about like my morning routine and how I spend 30 minutes every single morning in a meditative state, you know, and for everyone, it's different. It doesn't have to be a certain way, but right, right. I you think that stuff was so retarded. Like I didn't understand it. I did not like it. I thought it was so dumb. I did not get it. Excuse me for saying retarded. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but you know, I just did not understand it. And to be around people like that, that are completely the opposite of the way I thought has also changed me so much because I'm like, I'm not, I don't consider myself fully. Like I'm not, I don't consider myself an intuitive coach. I do not consider myself a spiritual coach. I'm not that far along. Um, but I do, implement a lot of these things that I've learned because it has helped me tap into myself more. And that to right. me is like hundred percent. Like who doesn't want that? Right. <laughs> like, right. Well, and it's amazing how, um, I'm very much into all of the woo woo stuff as well. And I've done like generational energy healing, um, worked on my higher power healing, like all kinds of things, um, in my journey. And I think that we sometimes fail to acknowledge that as we're going through each one of those things, sometimes things get unlocked as we progress through. So like your husband not knowing yeah. everything, he can't, he doesn't need to know everything right now because you're not at that stage yet. As you 
work through each stage and unlock each stage and get through it, you'll want to share it with him, you know, uh, or whoever else yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I love all of the woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We it's, all have our days in life. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, that, that's, that is my journey in entrepreneurship. Obviously, there's so much more before that, but this is, this is the, love the it. part that I'm so happy about and that... I have truly overcome so many insecurities and problems. And that's the reason I talk about this because, and that also comes from owning another business. So that, that's the, the part right. that I think is so important is that you can have two six figure businesses and the way that it's run, the way that it is, it is for you can be completely different because of your mindset. So that is, right. that is my end thing of that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, with that, that in mind, um, if somebody was thinking about starting a business for themselves now, or they are already started, but maybe they're struggling, maybe they're within like their first year, a couple months in, whatever it might be, what would be your number one advice tip to give to someone who might be listening that's in any of those types of situations? Yeah, absolutely. So I first of all want to say that give yourself grace. I'm going to say that again. And, and also when you're on your journey, everyone's journey is different. Do not compare your day one to someone's day 300. Okay. Do not compare Amen. where I'm Amen. at <laughs> to where you might be at if you're just starting out. Again, I've gone through this for a while. Jess has gone through this for a while. We've gone through these stages. So do not compare yourself. Give yourself grace. If things do not go well, it's okay. Things are not going to be perfect. Let yourself make those mistakes. That is where you're going to grow. Let yourself be uncomfortable. That is where you're going to grow. And find your squad, you guys. Find that those people. I'm here. DM me. Message me. I am here. If you need someone to just talk to or figure out how you even find these people. I know I always, you know, a lot of people always ask me, like, how do you find these people? And so, you know, there's so many different outlets and so many different ways. And some people are different and introverted and I understand it's not as easy. I find Clubhouse to be a great place for that because right. you're not seen. <laughs> you're just talking to people. It doesn't stuff, matter what you, know, you but talk. Yes. talk. <laughs> yes, like just you're, you're exactly where you're supposed to be in your journey. Everyone is different. So just please, please, please don't think you're behind or you're not where you're supposed to be or you haven't hit that mark. If you see people talking about $300,000 years or 30K months or whatever it is, you don't know what their journey was up to that point. So just think, just know that and right. just keep focusing on your path and your journey. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> I hope you guys caught all of that. And just so you know, we will have all of Miss Camille's contact information posted um, in the details section on this episode. Uh, there is a comment section that I actually just realized was there. <laughs> so for each episode, people can leave comments on things and she will be tagged and um, aware when her episode is posted. So if you have questions for her, you can leave them there or you can just get a hold of her through her, um, her links and her contact information that we'll have posted for her. So we'll tie this up. Thank you so much, Camille, for sharing and, and being here with us today. Do you have anything coming up soon that you would like to let our listeners know about or anything specific that you would like for them to do to get in touch with you? That kind of thing. Shame yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, this is good. Um, obviously, Instagram, like I said, I, I spent a lot of time on Instagram. I say I spend time on Clubhouse, probably more, but to contact me, to talk to me, definitely just DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. You can email me too, but 
you know, whatever's easiest. And then, yes, I am actually doing a, my summits are called the Abundant Entrepreneur Summits. I'm actually doing a clubhouse version of that at the end of August. So if you are on clubhouse or if you're not, send me something for an invite or Jess, I'm sure she has invites too. We all have like a million now. Yeah, I saw a thing today where they said clubhouse is open to everyone now. And so invites are- Oh, great, awesome. Well, so get on clubhouse then. (laughs) That's my plug on that one. Um, Get on clubhouse. But yes, I am going to be doing that at the end of August. Um, If you want all the information, again, DM me or message me for it. It is going to be kind of a mini version of my summit, but for free on Clubhouse. It is just going to be a one-day version, but we're going to have personal development, business development, connect panels, all that good stuff, um, and even like a little swag bag. So, nice. um, and some giveaways as well. So, if you want to join in on that and come join us, and even get used to Clubhouse, if you're not used to it, come and join us. I would love to hear from you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Camille. You guys, make sure you go and follow her on Instagram. Connect with her on Clubhouse. You won't be sorry. I've been in a couple of rooms with her in Clubhouse now, and they are always top-notch. We're talking safe place where you can come in and let your hair down and ask the hard questions and get the hard answers. And it's it's been amazing. And I'm super thankful to have connected with you and made friends with you. So you thank you for too. being thank you here so with us today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Our listeners, we will see you all next time. Hey friends, are we having fun yet? If you like what you're hearing here on the Picture It podcast, I'd ask for you to do a girl a solid. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button up there. Go ahead and turn on your notifications. That way you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. If you would like to connect with me to say hi, to give me some topic ideas, or to come on as a guest speaker, please do. You can connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram at jwilsonpix. That's J-W-I-L-S-O-N-P-I-X.